Hello, this is Gurmeher from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Saturday, the 18th of March. Manish Kashyap, a YouTuber who was accused of spreading fake videos about alleged attacks on Bihari migrants in Tamil Nadu on social media, surrendered himself at Jagdishpur police station in West Champaran today. The Economic Offence Unit of Bihar and Vethiya Police had frozen his bank accounts worth 42 lakh rupees and he had been on the run for a week after an FIR was filed against him and others. EOU SP Sushil Kumar told the media that six teams of the Special Investigation Team had been searching for Manish at various locations and hideouts since the previous day. On the day of his surrender, the police had conducted a seizure of property at Majalia PS, House of Kashyap. The misinformation on attacks on Bihari migrants in Tamil Nadu caused a huge uproar in the ongoing budget session of the Bihar Assembly. The opposition, led by Bharatiya Janata Party, accused Chief Minister Nitish Kumar and Deputy Chief Minister Tejasvi Yadav of being anti-Bihar. After an investigation by the EOU, it was discovered that most of the videos of the purported attacks were fake and fabricated. For instance, one of the videos that showed Bihari migrants with injuries on their foreheads was filmed on 6th of March and uploaded on social media on 8th of March. And it was shot in the Bengali colony of Jakanpur locality in Patna. In the western Himalayan region of Ladakh, the situation between India and China remains fragile and dangerous, India's Union External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar said today. Both sides have deployed military forces close to each other in some parts of the region, leading to a potentially risky situation. The region saw a violent clash between the two sides in mid-2020, resulting in the loss of 24 soldiers. However, through a series of diplomatic and military talks, the situation was eventually calmed. Despite these efforts, tension flared up again in December in the eastern sector of the undermarketed border, although there were no casualties. Addressing an India Today conclave, Jay Shankar expressed his concerns regarding the current situation, stating that the deployment of both countries are still very close in some areas, making it a dangerous situation according to military assessment. The situation remains precarious and any further escalation could result in more fatalities. Listeners, India's use of information warfare on its people has sparked discussions regarding its immense magnitude, intricate nature and possible hazards. Nevertheless, the dissemination of false information through fake news can have harmful consequences not for one but for all political parties. An example of this is the case of a dubious news portal with fabricated journalists that initiated the spread of misinformation about the BJP, ultimately leading to the Congress facing a police FIR for sharing a Danik Jagran article which was deemed to be untrue. To know more, read my colleague Pratik Goyal's report how a shady portal with bogus reporters triggered false news on the BJP. We're able to bring you such analysis and reports only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at Rs. 300 a month. An official from the Sriram Janmabhumi Tirth Kshetra Trust announced today that the construction of the Ram Temple in Ayodhya is expected to be completed earlier than scheduled, reported PTI. The deadline has been brought forward from December 2023 to September 2023. Prakash Gupta, in charge of the Trust's office at Ram Janmabhumi, said the temple's sanctum sectorum will be octagonal in shape and 75% of the first phase of the temple has been completed. There are only 167 pillars left to be installed and the roof construction is set to begin between May and June. Pictures released by the Trust show that all pillars in the Sanctum Sanctorum have been erected and 24 of the 32 stairs to reach the Sanctum Sanctorum have been built. Dr. Anil Mishra, a Trust member, confirmed that the construction work is progressing ahead of schedule 
and the work of carving about 200 beams of the roof of the Ram Temple has been done. The Ram Temple is being built at the site where the Babri Masjid once stood before its demolition in 1992. The Supreme Court of India handed over the disputed land to the Trust in November 2019, paving the way for the temple's construction. Today, Amritpal Singh, who claims to be a radical Sikh preacher, was reportedly targeted in a major crackdown by Punjab police, resulting in the detention of six of his associates. Videos posted on social media by supporters of the virus Punjab Delhi leader showed the police pursuing Singh's convoy in Moga district and the vehicle rushing towards Shahkot Jalandhar. The Punjab police has not confirmed or denied these reports. It is said that Singh, who sympathises with Khalistan, was headed to Bathinda when the police attempted to intercept him near Mehtapur village in Jalandhar. Six of his supporters were reportedly detained from Mehtapur and their homes were searched. The phones of Singh's close aides were switched off. There is a kidnapping case registered against Singh at Anjala police station in Amritsar, but it is unknown whether any additional cases were lodged against him after his supporters allegedly stormed the Anjala police station on February 24th. The protesters had clashed with the police and broke into the police station, demonstrating against the arrest of one of Singh's associates. Imran Khan, the former Prime Minister of Pakistan, is scheduled to attend a court hearing today related to the Tosha Khana case. He is accused of hiding information about gifts in his asset declarations. The case was filed by the Election Commission of Pakistan after allegations that Khan sold gifts received during his time as Prime Minister. Despite previous attempts to arrest him for missing court dates, Khan is expected to appear before the additional district and sessions judge. At the time of recording this podcast, Khan had departed from his Lahore residence with fellow party members and was travelling to Islamabad for the hearing. Pakistani media reports alleged that one of the vehicles in his convoy was involved in an accident, causing it to overturn, as reported by ANI. Meanwhile, the court complex in G11 has reportedly increased security measures. Due to concerns about her safety following an assassination attempt in November, additional police have been deployed and Section 144 has been imposed to prohibit individuals from carrying weapons. In the last hearing on 16th of March, Khan's request to suspend non-bailable arrest warrants was denied. Still, the Islamabad High Court suspended them on 17th March, giving him the opportunity to appear before the trial court on 18th of March. Khan's lawyer submitted an undertaking that he would appear in the court. The Tosha Khan is a department that stores valuable gifts given to government officials by foreign dignitaries. Khan was disqualified by the Election Commission of Pakistan in October for failing to share the details of sales and a complaint was filed against him under criminal laws. He has missed several hearings and has resisted arrest, causing clashes between his supporters and law enforcement officials resulting in injuries. Shipping containers were placed outside his residence on court orders and he assured the Lahore High Court that he was willing to appear before the judge handling his corruption case on 18th of March. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or good night depending on where you're listening from. See you on Monday. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.